Okay, we're on. Oh, we're recording? We're recording live. Cool. So we have our first non-anonymous guest here, right? You're going to say your name? Yeah. You're going to be brave? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Nick AM. Uh, I'm a producer, music, <laughs> music producer and uh, DJ. Most of my music right now is on SoundCloud. Wow. Because um, there's a lot of like edits and remixes. Does that mean you're like a SoundCloud guy? I mean, yeah. it's just. Uh, the fuckboy stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just the medium that I was able to just put music out through freely um, yeah. and like these like weird edits and whatever. Um, that was the first medium we chose as well. SoundCloud? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's good that you guys are on Spotify, actually. Yeah. You're probably getting a lot more plays on it, too. There's we get our most of our plays on Apple. Oh, really? Spotify is really annoying. They haven't even let us claim our podcast yet, so it's really... Oh, interesting. I the mean, statistics aren't so accurate. They're actually. new. They're newer to podcasts. I think, like, Apple has their own podcast yeah. app. Like, they're, like, the first. But I love Spotify. I mean, that's the main... Yeah, that's where um, I listen to, to your podcast on. Oh, cool. I mean, I, I, I originally used the Apple app for podcasts, but um, I don't know if it was just easier for me to just type it into Spotify because I just always have it open. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, where are you guys listening to the podcast on? Yeah. Tweet about t- it. You got you to gotta do those plugs if you want. Oh, <laughs> yeah, tweet about it. <laughs> tweet about it. Uh, tweet the PGP, Persian Girl Podcast. PGP. Um, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. That's what people, I always hear people say that. I'm so bad at plugging. Comment, so. like, subscribe. My co-host is the one who does that, which, by the way, she's sick. She has strep throat, but we're about to call her and get her in nice. on this. So Hell yeah. Hopefully she picks up. I should have given her like, warning time. Oh, wow, that's quite loud. Oh, that's what that mic is for. That's really cool. I know. So legit. Wow, what a cool idea. I know. Shout out to Ahmed. He helped me. Ahmed? Yeah. Is, his fellow peer at the new school. That's that's where I study, you guys. Cool. Hello? Hey. Hey. Oh, this is so cool. Hi. <laughs> we're recording. We're live. Uh, Everyone asks if we're live. Should we do live recordings? No. I need you to filter what I say. The fuck? <laughs> That's really funny. I can't be trusted to be do a live recording. Are you crazy? Yeah, that's true. Oh, this isn't live. Yeah, that's probably smart. How would it be live? This is, this is yeah, the most right. faux like, question. No. Like, only Persians have asked this. They're like, is it live? It's like, this is not Dr. Holoquy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's Dr. Holoquy? Wait, you don't know what Dr. Holoquy is? No, what is that? Oh, my God. Asking if we're live is like when your grandparents, when you FaceTime them and they have the FaceTime the wrong way and they ask if you can see them. <laughs> yeah, I hope that my mom does that, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Dr. Holoquy, he has a talk show on Persian radio in L.A. 
So he's a, like a marriage counselor and a family therapist, except he's had like three divorces or something. I'm probably going to get oh, a, in a lot of trouble for saying this because like, I have all the information inaccurately, but you guys can go Google oh him. God. Well, if you, but, if you look at most um, mediums of like visual or audio content as just forms of entertainment, he's really just an entertainer and people are just watching. Yeah, no, so he's reason. essentially like yeah. Persian Dr. Phil or Mari. Yeah. Um, but the you sad thing. Maury. Maury? Maury, yeah. I'd say Maury. Right, Maury? I don't know. Persian problems. We're all pronouncing it differently. Neither of us ever, like, none of us said it the same way. I thought it was Maori. I thought it was Maori. Oh, my God. What is going on? (laughs) So, but the thing is, yeah, a lot of Persian mothers, but not, like, obviously... I, everyone is like they don't generalize so not all Persian mothers but like the kinds of like very traditional old school Persian mothers they actually take verbatim like everything he says very seriously what's like his that, name? Dr. Holoquy Dr. Holoquy said <laughs> oh my god it's kind of like how my mom used to smoke hookah with me and then like one day a few years ago Dr. Oz was like hookah's worse than cigarettes like one session of hookah is like a pack of cigarettes and ever since then my mom's like hasn't touched a hookah and i'm like that's just ridiculous oh you know what i remember when the dr oz show first started there was um there was an episode he did on how the apple juice that we were getting in america was coming from china and um it was like some unregulated apple juice it would add all these like fillers and there was like chemicals found in it when they did like the research like the little like tiny square box yeah, apple juices juice. that little kids would drink at the park and it was this episode yeah but like, basically our generation grew up drinking exactly <laughs> yeah. and oh all like the mothers on the show were freaking out like my mom had it on she's like oh my god this is why i never gave you kids apple juice yeah um and and then, like the very next day, like every news outlet just tore him apart. Like, really, you're gonna you're gonna fight apple juice? I remember like Colbert did it when he had a uh, uh, the Daily Show or whatever the Colbert Report. Oh um, but the th- and, and he even went on news to kind of like apologize in a way, just because he like I guess his show had just started and it was like a bad PR look for him. But I don't think that like. I, I feel I feel like you know he had some some backing to it. I mean, yeah, no, I mean my. My mom actually never had those apple juices. Like, she would never buy it for yeah. the house. It was just, like, sugar and water. Like, yeah, I would just... Like, I guess I had only had them maybe a few times because at school they would give it out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom never really let us have sugar. Yeah. But I, I mean, never felt weird about it. I never wanted to, like, go binge on sugar. Like, no, I mean, I like, all the it. kids growing up, like, you know... I think I, that's why I have an edge. Like, that's why I'm a little <laughs> smarter than most people. Like, I was supposed to be really dumb, but because my mom was really <laughs> healthy, I'm, like, food. average. I'm, like, a little bit, like, a little slightly oh, yeah. more intelligent than the average person. Your mom's a really good cook. Actually, it's Noru's right now. Happy Noru's. Yeah. Hey, the yeah. Happy Noru's. Yeah. I'm really offended. Nobody bought me any goldfish or little pots of grass this year like did everyone forget about me well the day like, isn't over the day is supposed to buy you you're supposed to you know i think two no ruses ago i was i was at your family's house really yeah uh, you weren't there um mm-hmm. and uh, my brothers were there yeah and uh yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and uh your, yeah your mother made the fish and everything and it was the best noru's meal i ever had in my thank life thank you i honestly. hate to be that girl but 
I'm sorry. It's just objectively speaking, my mom is one of the best Persian cooks she, ever. She, I was, and my people mind was think, blown. I was, I, people think I just say that because she's my mom. No, like, I'm sorry. Every Ask anyone. My mom is the best Persian cook yeah. ever. Not, like, cook of everything, obviously, but, like, Persian food, she has it nailed. So yeah. it, was, it was really good. So I could see that, you know, she obviously knows quality. And, yeah, I guess that diet definitely helped you as a kid to grow up, to become uh, such a small Well, I woman. actually didn't really eat much when I was a kid. I thought food was a waste of time. Yeah. But that's another thing. But sugar, it's sugar. Like, sugar's as bad. As a kid, I, like, overeat a lot. And my mom used to always tell me, like, thank God you have a bad metabolism or else you eat. So is it just thank God that, like, I didn't. So I we wanted to ask you a few questions, Nick. If that's okay. yeah, what are those questions? We're gonna grill you like Uh-oh. we grilled the last guy because oh, everyone oh. loved it. Actually, okay, I, I love. I, love I know if grill. we shit on you a little bit, don't take it personally. It's just what the listeners want to hear. Oh no, that's fine. I never take it personally. Well, I feel like we're not gonna. You're you're cool. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Also, you're older than the the guy we had was, yeah, he was 21. Like, yeah, he was yeah, a baby. Yeah. You look so young, too. I don't know why I thought you were... Yeah, a good diet. A yeah. good diet. You have to teach Alex. I, I'm, I'm trying Alex all the time. Is, he's gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you've noticed. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait for him to listen to this then. Yeah, Alex, change your diet. Please. You're lucky you're skinny, but it won't last. It won't last. <laughs> it won't last. Listen to your brother. <laughs> but so... So far, everyone we've interviewed has been Persian Jewish. So yeah. you're actually our first non-Jewish Persian guest. Yeah. And we've been wanting to start interviewing, you know, obviously cool. more diverse background. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I have you dated a Persian girl ever? I've never asked you that, even no. though I've known you my whole life. Yeah, no, I, I've never I've never dated one. Um, I kissed Did one. you consciously not date one? Like, was that... Uh, it just... it. I, you know what? Like, growing up, I just... Um, you know, I, I had a group of Persian friends and there were girls in that group, but like I didn't, you know, they, they were more like kind of like just like cousins they felt like to me. Um, there was like maybe one girl that I, maybe one or two, one girl that I kissed in high school. Um, and I remember it was, it was like the, the very next day, like I, I, my grandma was driving me and she said, Nikides, I had a dream last night you kissed a girl and i was like oh my god this community is so small like you can't you can't do you can't do anything without somebody finding out and then like your grandma knowing like within the next six hours so i think i can you give the listeners um a background of where you're from by the way uh yeah so uh, i was born in manhattan um but i grew up in the suburbs of new jersey uh just outside the city um, so there's like a small community, um, that's just like within, you know, I guess North Jersey. Um, but you know, like my high school, I was, I think I was like the only, maybe there were like three other Persian kids in my high school. Maybe two. Oh, really? Oh yeah. No, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was definitely a minority, but I never, I never really felt like it where I grew up. Cause, um, there was a lot of, I, not a lot of diversity, but like a good amount of diversity in my town. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I never, like, I felt more like, um, no one ever called you terrorist. I think like yeah. right after nine eleven, one kid said it in middle school and like another kid told him to shut up, you know, like I never oh, felt that's so cool. Yeah. Like I, I never really felt like I, I definitely felt different, you know, when I was like, um, five, like actually younger in preschool. 
Oh, the um, lights just went out. Ooh, the lights. Okay, there we go. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I just remember being... I, I have a question, though. Do you guys not consider yourselves white, being, like, well, Persian? So I, I, I can get into that. Um, definitely, like, you know, growing up, I definitely felt different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, I remember, like, me and my brother were on the school bus in preschool, and one of our friends, he was, like, Chinese. He was, like, laughing at how, like, hairy we were. <laughs> like, we had hair on our, <laughs> on our arms really and legs. Hairy, yeah. Don't. But Don't like, worry, Chinese waxing ladies also laugh at how hairy us Persian girls are. So. Yeah, yeah, they're really mean. But okay. like, that's that's. They're I, like, wait, you have hair on your fingers? Disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> like they think we're literal monkeys. Yeah, yeah, it was it was never like a like a a whiteness thing that I felt. It was more of like, oh, like this is how I'm different being Iranian. I definitely I definitely used to like kind of wish I was Italian, given like my last name ends in a vowel and like we kind of look a little Italian Um, just in terms of like, you know, like confusion because most kids that didn't know what Iran was. So it was like, where are you from? So it was just more of like feeling weird. Not, not like a, like, Oh, I'm not white or anything. It was just like feeling weird, but it wasn't until I went to college that I remember I had a friend and he like, you know, within like the first month or two, he goes, Nick, you know, you try so hard to be white. And I, I was like, what, what? Like what? And I, I never had to question like my my like you know identity identity before you know I just yeah. this is just I'm just Nick you know like yeah I mean you were born in America exactly so, like I'm so, an American yeah, kid so American. I mean look I I ended up stopped being friends with that kid within like a year or two it turned out he actually was racist oh <laughs> he okay. like had a black girlfriend um that went to school in Philadelphia I went to school in New York and she would but she would visit every other weekend but before you know like throughout the week before he she would visit he would just drop the n-word all the time be like i'm gonna f this enter like you know and like it was it was so disturbing it was like really it was messed up it was messed up i hope she eventually broke up with. oh no she she cheated on him (laughs) and and i think i think he got more like his his aggression towards well obviously he's gonna get more racist after that yeah, so it was, yeah. So I, <laughs> if it was even possible to be more. <laughs> and I, I think that's where, I guess, the whole, you know, debate of whiteness and whatever stems from is not necessarily like, you know, like I, I'll hang out with my, my one of my best friends. Um, he's, you know, a Polish-American Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. And I'll hang out with him. He's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You're white. Like, why? Like, like if like I'll like make a joke, be like, oh, yeah, I got, I got, that guy did that because I'm brown or whatever. Like, I never called myself brown yeah. until... Until I uh-huh. dated a girl from the South who used to call me brown boy. Like, yeah. You know, like, I was like, what do you mean brown? Like, I'm olive. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Olive. You know, if you take this hair yeah. off, As my skin Ricky is Ricky Martin the says, skin the color of mocha. Yeah. That's what I like to call it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why people make fun of me when I say, like, oh, I'm white. Because, number one, I get so dark in the summer. They're, they're just like, you're not, like, you're just physically not white. Mm. It's not a thing. But also... Like, I, I don't know, I guess my features, I just get asked a lot if I'm either Brazilian or Indian or half black. Like, like I just don't have white-looking features, I guess. I, I don't think it's even our skin colors. It's just certain features we have yeah. that look different with us. Yeah, well, I th- yeah. I mean, you definitely have a more exotic look. I think it depends on the person. But I, growing up in New York, exotic was always a good thing. Like I've never felt. Oh, yeah. oh no, I love it. I'm, no. I'm saying it in a good thing Everyone as well. I I really <laughs> one of my recent. Exotics look down on. This is not a problem with me. You know, like exotic is 
We love exotic bitches. Yeah, it's great. But I wanted to just say something about being, like, people telling you, oh, why are you acting white? That was something I got a lot in grade school, like, from... Really? Yeah, I mean, very early on, I had, like, around first grade, I had, like, a few Persian friends, and that was the only time I had Persian friends, and they... I don't know, it was four girls and they all just kind of like ganked up against me and decided they wanted me out of their group. Like they had made up some rumor about me saying that like I was poor and I was using them to use their pool or These something. These are Persian girls? Persian and girls. And this was in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. This when, was at Beverly we, Vista, by Okay, the way. so there's a lot of Persian like, people in... Yeah. Different. So in, um, in Beverly Hills <clears throat> Unified School District, there's four K through eight schools and I went to Beverly Vista from K through 6. And then 7th and 8th grade, I went to El Rodeo. I don't know if anyone even cares. But it's going to be relevant in this story. So, yeah, they ended up kicking me out. And I never really had Persian friends, really, for the remainder of my time at BV. Mm-hmm. I just, like, was that person who would befriend, like, whoever the new kid was. Like, I never, I just kind of was, like, floating through different circles but Mm. i never was part of a circle or there were periods where i just like had no friends at all because bv was the worst school ever so so Um, these girls said that you were acting too no 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 so so they just i don't know what they didn't like about me but they just didn't want me in their group Uh then i transferred to el rodeo for my last two years of middle school and um then there was another persian group there and they were literally called the persian posse and I actually tried to be friends with them because I knew some of them from my Hebrew school, but they just, um, they w- it was some sort of hierarchy and uh-huh. I couldn't penetrate it and they didn't want me to be part of it. And I thought, why am I going to, I don't, I was like, in my head, I knew I was cooler than they were. I know that's kind of awful to say, but I was like, why should I try to impress them or like live up to them if they're yeah. being so mean to me? Like, fuck it. I'm not going to try anymore. Yeah. This is so strange. I shouldn't have to feel this way. If you want to be my friend, you're my friend. If not, then fuck off and have a good day. How but old are you, by the way? What grade was this? This was um, seventh grade. Seventh grade, So okay. then I was rejected from the Persian posse, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm never going to have Persian friends. This is like I'm, you know, 13, 14 at this, or, mm-hmm. yeah, 13 or 14. Maybe 12. And then after that, when I guess I had, like, fully, it was obvious that I wasn't, I didn't have any Persian friends. People started calling me, like, a wannabe white girl or something. They're like, oh, you're a reject from the Persian posse. You're trying so hard to be white. Like, why do you listen to Modest Mouse? Like, what? Like, I was... Wait, what were I, they listening I, to? I don't know. Like, they thought it was... <laughs> they thought it was offensive like... that I wasn't listening to Soldier Boy. They thought, like, because I, like, liked indie music, I was trying to be white. It's like... We all grew up in America. I mean, yeah. Yeah, have it's, a, all, it's all. Have Sol- a, Soldier Boys and plenty of white kids were listening to. Him. Yeah, no, but I don't know. I guess they wanted me to have like super straight hair with like side bangs. And I um, I had bangs, but it's just straight. I had like a fringe. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Bring and then in back. high school, there were like white guys who said like, why are you wearing Doc Martens? You're a Persian girl. Who do you like? Things like that. Um, so I just, it's, it's really funny that um, I... These are just things I associate. You know what I mean? I, no, that, I, I does mean, that mean I'm not Persian? I'm no, so confused. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> it, I and I, I always feel like I kind of see that with like, I guess Persian people who are a little counterculture, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they seem to get the most judgment out of anybody. Um, at least, okay, not out of anybody. No, I but agree. Like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I remember, I, yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's, it's. I mean, for me, like just being half something, half something. Like, I'm not even half Israeli. Like my mom was born and raised there, but like being like like with my cousins in Israel, I was always the Persian cousin, <laughs> cousin, and then like with my Persian cousins in America, I was always the Israeli cousin. Like I, I never felt like a hundred percent fit into a category. Yeah, it's like, interesting. I was always like not Persian enough and not Israeli enough. I was always like in between. These are the consequences of a revolution. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> this is that my uh, my previous therapist would always talk about this. Sorry, I, I feel like I talk about therapy way too much on it's, this. Podcast. It's cool. I feel like this is almost like no a, people want to hear about it. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that maybe that's what it comes down to—the consequences of a national revolution and yeah. You know, no, so I, my therapist would always say that the reason I had so many conflicts with my parents is that my parents had conflicts with their own identity. Mm. I mean, they didn't really... She thinks that they feel like they don't know which country they belong to, but I think my parents actually very much feel American. I think yeah. they're really proud to be here, and I know same with your parents. Oh, yeah, no, of course. So just a, another brief background, Nick's parents and my parents have been best friends since, like, college, so... Yeah. Um, and I'm very close friends with his mom, so shout out to Bita if you're listening. Shout out Bita. <laughs> I just start shouting out people. Maybe I'm destined for radio, but I wanted to bring up your mom <laughs> because the last guy we interviewed um, in the previous episode, he said that, not that his mom was subservient, I don't want to put words into his mouth, but that's just what it came across as, mm-hmm. that his dad was really the one who calls the shots in the family and is more of the dominant figure in the household. and. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted you to talk about, like, is that the case with your mom? I mean, I know that's not the case. So that's... Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say there's like a, there's a dominance or anything, but, um, I, they're, they both have, um, their, their personalities, like, I, I honestly couldn't see them with anybody else. It's almost like, like, you know, her strengths or his weaknesses and vice versa. So it's like they kind of are like this yin and yang that just works. Like he's yeah, he's no, they super, do compliment each other. Yeah, he's super relaxed and chill, yeah. and like the most you know, like just just you know, like like there can be all these things happening that like would stress out a normal person, and he's just like okay, you know, like we'll figure it out, blah blah. And you know, she's very like you know, just just like energetic and like you know, seems to I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how to say this, but. Basically, they yeah they just complement each other. So. But I do think, I mean, if there was good cop, bad cop, mm. your mom is probably bad cop. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's tough. Yeah, you know? so that's so that, what I'm yeah, saying. Like, she's, she's the really she's the tough one. Yeah, she's like, tough, yeah. but she she gets the job done. You know, like, yeah. I mean, growing up, like, so I, I, I just like I don't really think she's a typical. Though she's not, she doesn't really fit the stereotype of a Persian mom. I don't know. I feel like that is the stereotype of a Persian mom. I, you go on like Instagram or whatever, all these like, or like, you, or you ever see like that Persian dad, I guess, video? I just, I just feel like I, there's going to be one person, either your mom or your dad, in a Persian family who's like going to be like the firecracker, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you no, remember I... that video like uh, on YouTube with the Persian dad and like. The one know, with the report card? Yeah, he's like. It be economy, and he starts beating his kid. Like you know what I mean? Like not every Persian family, but I feel like I feel like it's even like a stereotype in like just like even like Asian families. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. No, like, we address that. Like you know the the stereotypes talk about like Persian families culture. In general, yeah, yeah. yeah, but 
no, I, I think maybe for you, you think it's a stereotype to have the strong Persian mother, which I, I also think that's a stereotype. Mm-hmm. But recently, um, more and more people like think that. like... Like with your family. Like, yeah, most, I think most people say like the father would kind of lay down the law. And even if the mom didn't agree, she would kind of just stand behind him and like nod her head. Yeah, I mean, like, this kid, he was so young, he's 21, and he was, you could tell, even though his mother grew up in America, it was born in America, mm. he still had these ideals built into his head that he wanted to have, eventually marry someone, like, have a wife who doesn't really have a full-time career and, like, is going to be, do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, he he wants this more subservient woman, so I think that's still very much, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my so my mom went to NYU and she, she got a degree in computer science. And then when she married my dad, um, you know, she uh, she basically became, you know, like a, a what's a good way to put it? Uh, not a homeowner, but like a, a homemaker. Yeah, um, homemaker. But like she adds so much value to you know it's it's like she's the matriarch of her family yeah, it's not like exactly. she's just a mom exactly. she's just a matriarch that's like, how i view her as she well. yeah like she she and like she's a figure within you know not just our immediate but our also extended family and yeah. you know uh as my father could be seen as a patriarch or whatever um so so yeah i mean and I, I look up to her a lot. I look up to both of them a lot. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think your mom is... I mean, I've told her this so many times. She's one of my, like, role models. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. Like, it makes me feel so good that, like, yeah. you know, she can have that effect on other people besides me. Do you um, think having a strong mother has affected, like, the types of girls you date? Is there, A hundred percent, yeah. Um, it's not even just my mom. I mean, my grandmother, her, yeah, her sisters, yeah, like, yeah. you know, mom, my mom, my dad's side of the family, it's, like, mostly men. My mom's side of the family is mostly woman. Yeah, um, and I just, I remember growing up as, you know, like a little kid and, you know, her younger siblings were always around, you know, they were like teenagers or like in their, you know, twenties, like, you know, getting engaged, but they were, you know, they were always around. My grandma lived the town over. So I always had these strong women just around me growing up. So, um, and I think it's really affected, um, my relationships with women now, um, I know there's a lot of guys that are like, oh, I can't, I, I can't be friends with girls. I have so many friends that are girls, like, you know, it's, and, and I love those relationships and they're great. And, you know, like people like joke sometimes, oh, you're, you're, you're not hooking up with her. Like you hang out with her. I was like, no, like, I don't, I don't need to, like, I, she's yeah. a friend. I don't see her. Like, you know, I can, you know, have that relationship with woman because, you know, I just, I, I grew up with a lot of women around, um, as I did with a lot of men too, but, um, yeah, it, it's definitely affected uh, my relationships and and yeah I, I do I've, I have found that yeah I tend to um, be more attracted to to uh, you know these stronger women um, mm-hmm. it's just yeah like some I'll, I'll meet a girl she has her own business and it really impresses me I'm yeah. like very curious I want to know more about her um, see I, I love that I feel like so many girls that have reached out to us are like obsessing right now because like, when, when they hear this, I think um, most girls, their major complaint to us is that men always go for the more basic girl or the girl that doesn't have her own business going on, the girl who isn't making either clothes or as much money as he is. Mm. And, like, guys kind of want a girl that's, like, less than them. They can feel like they have the power. Yeah. Um, but you 
because you grew up with strong women, you want a strong woman. I mean, it's not that I want it. You know, I, 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 I do find myself, I'm attracted to all different kinds of women, but, um, I, I think I think if you have that in your head, like oh, I, I need someone who's less than me, you, and you have your own issues you have to deal with. <laughs> you shouldn't be dating anybody. <laughs> you need to figure that out first. Um, you know, I don't I don't know who I'm going to end up with long term next. Um, uh, I don't know who I'm going to marry, and I don't know if they're going to check all those you know boxes out. Um, but you know, it's just I, I I think overall the most important thing is to have a good relationship with yourself. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. It's funny because I saw a tweet recently. Um, it was this girl complaining about, like, she saw there was this little boy and he was playing with, a, like, another little girl. Mm-hmm. And their guardian or parent, whoever was there, was like, oh, is that your little girlfriend? And she, this girl tweeted, like, why are we trying to romanticize every relationship between like male and female at such a young age like why Mm. couldn't they just be friends you know what i mean it's like automatically instilling in their heads that they like can only have sexual relations with women i think it's such a toxic thing like i also have a lot of male friends but i do find it's like very hard i feel like a lot of them eventually like think that something more than there is so yeah 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 it doesn't have to be that way guys yeah just chill out yeah (laughs) So I was talking to my cousin and she said she, I don't know, I don't want to give like too much information, but basically she went on a trip with um, these people who were not really her friends. They were friends of her friends and they were like 18, 19 years old. I think they're from LA and she said that some of like the typical conversations that they would have were um, just revolving around Instagram and some things that they would say to each other would be like, hey, um, can you look at my Instagram and tell me which photos you can tell I facetuned? And they're like, yeah, okay, oh my God, can you do it for mine too? And like in front of their boyfriends as well, they do this and they're like all sit in a circle like adjusting each other's facetune. I need to take a break and vomit right now. Can I do that? Because <laughs> Like, oh, man. I'm sorry. Before we continue, I, yeah, I swear. Isn't that I, shocking? I, I, no, it's not shocking. That's the crazy I'm thing. I'm shocked. No, like, I, Instagram is, is, it's crazy how this one app has, like, just, like, Facebook was a thing. But, like, this is, like, a next level. Like, yeah. Everybody's it's influenced on it. our culture everybody's so much. At, it's influencing yeah. our minds so much. It's, it's, like, it's unhealthy. And, you know, like, I mean, I notice, like, I, I only really have to post to promote, you know, if I'm playing a show or if I have new music coming out, like literally promoting myself because um, once, I, once I decided to start making music and become this artist, you know, that's unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, like the, the, the best means to communicate with people. But like I even when I'm when I'm not having to post about anything, when I'm just spending like a month just finishing working on music, not looking at my phone. I feel so much better. And then it's like, okay, everything is ready now. I have to make a post. Oh, no. Like, I'm posting. I'm checking who's looking at it. Why didn't she look at it? Why didn't he look at it? He yeah. didn't like it. And it's, it's the most toxic thing ever. Are there certain red flags that you consider when looking at a girl's Instagram if you're interested in her? Like, what is something you'll see and you'll be like, no way, I can't do that? I mean, it's... Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, like, know, like, I don't have, like, specific, like, written down, but, like, honestly, having an Instagram is, is a red flag, probably. <laughs> I know. That's, on, that's my new qualification for my next boyfriend, no Instagram. Because here's the thing, right? It's, like, obviously, like, um, before, like, I realized that Instagram is this, like, crazy thing that we're just using to kind of promote ourselves and whatever. You know, you, you look at a girl's Instagram, she has a beautiful photo of her face, and you're thinking, wow, like, this this girl's you know like I can see into her soul through this photo, man. But then you're also thinking it's like, oh, she wants all of us to see this, or he, or he like like, and and then there's a caption. The caption is supposed to say something. What does it mean? Like, what are they what are they trying to sell to us when the, the you're because that's what Instagram is. You're selling yourself. You're promoting yourself. Also, I don't think most people realize what like how huge this market is right now. But now there's like a whole market of like photo shoots for instagram and girls are paying hundreds if not like over a thousand dollars for makeup for a stylist for a photographer for someone to edit the photos just to put on instagram yeah like, i mean like it's a really big market right now people are keeping up with the joneses through you know their vanity um their virtual selves and it's it's a lot of effort and energy into something that just like you could just literally just not have to deal with if you delete it like i have friends that aren't on social media and like i remember we were out recently and uh one of those drake songs came on um it's got that part where he goes i only love my mom and my bed oh. and like the entire like room like like sang it and he was like what what just happened and i was like dude like have <laughs> you been living under a rock like what's wrong Wait, with you that's like that's the story of my life every time we go out um, I mean, my co-host, she's like, it's really obvious I don't know some of the songs. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he was, like, visibly shy, and I was like, dude, like, and I was like, oh, that's right, like, you don't have social media. So, like, part part of it was like, oh, that, like, kind of stinks that you, like, can't engage in this cultural moment. But also part of it was like, is it necessary to engage in that cultural moment? Like, he's living his life and doing just fine, and he's but, happy. I mean, there's different cultural moments to partake in. I mean, some of those people singing along to the drake song may not be able to you know sing along to something i don't know do you know what i mean it's like there's we have different cultures yeah but yeah but i guess that's just the mainstream culture and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that but, but um, um i i think i think you were, the question was what like red flags red so like flags. if she takes a lot of self like mirror selfies like half naked selfies oh yeah no i mean like look if a girl if a girl like is like literally just bumping her butt like on the photos like obviously like you know i'm a guy so like i'll see it and i'm like cool but like i'm also like ah like i definitely like would never be able to take you home to my mom because like this exists on the internet and my mom is gonna be like nicholas like yeah this who's this girl like with her her showing her ass to everybody yeah you know and i'd be like uh sorry mom. are you um personally on any dating apps right now um i mean like i have raya um i downloaded hinge um it was, like, what do you see as, like, red flags for, like, dating apps? Because, like, for most girls, like, an example of a red flag would be, like, a guy in a muscle shirt, like, flexing in a mirror. Oh, yeah? And, like, posting a picture like that. Or, like, yeah, but I'm sure there's plenty of girls that are like, oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going to swipe right to that. Not me. Yeah. I, I also mean, don't like shirtless photos. Yeah, I mean, um, so here's the thing. I remember when Tinder first came out, um, and one of my friends was telling me about it. And I remember just being like, ugh, like I don't, 
I don't know if I want to be on this because I don't want people to like know that I'm like looking to hook up. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, that, that was my of, initial thought as well. That's yeah, so funny. It's like it's like a little, and then uh, and then it became a norm. Um, and I still never downloaded it. Um, I went through a breakup, and I was like, all right, I need like I need validation. I downloaded it. I <laughs> so met. It's the only time I downloaded. Yeah, I met like one person on it. Um, and I'm just really good friends with her now. Um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, we actually like DJ together. She's sick. Um, actually, I found I think she's met like a, a good amount of people through Tinder that she's friends with that you know do music stuff. So it's it's a clever way to network, I guess. Um, then there was there's that app Raya, which is like ooh, exclusive, like you got to get approved. Yeah, and like, you know, it's only like super creative and blah blah blah. So like, I mean, I got on there somehow, and um, yeah, somehow that, you're very cool, Nick. <laughs> you're, so cool. you're the coolest guest we've had. Oh, thank you. I'm not that cool, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that nobody really like. I th- I I think I met with like two or three people on that app in like the same night because they happen to be at the same party which a bunch of these LA kids threw um it was just like really like it was yeah it was like really like like uh um I mean yeah this like LA brand um they like had this like block party mad happy yeah those guys yeah 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 Sorry. No, no, no. Um, it was a really fun I party. I went to a Mad Happy party recently. Too. But you know what the craziest thing was? I remember like, I had no idea about the brand. And I walked in. I was like, this is weird. Why do I feel like really comfortable and like... Yeah. Like I recognize everybody for some reason. And then I saw like after like a good 40 minutes, I saw one Persian kid that I knew. I was like... Yeah. Oh my god! So Everybody two here of the is founders Persian. Are Persian. Yeah, because yeah, there's this yeah. yeah this guy yeah it, it was I it went was, to school. Yeah. It was really funny. Um, so yeah, and there were like you know two two I guess two of the girls on Raya were there. I think we were texting, and then they happened to be there. I met one of them. Actually, I met both of them. One of them um, I met, and it was talking to her was just like painful, very painful. Why? Just there was nothing. I think she was she was like a little bit younger than me, and like just like it just was hard i was like oh hey like we're both attracted to each other because of what we saw on the internet but like also like we don't know what to talk about so i was like okay i'm gonna walk away and i I walked away and then the other girl was there and she was really fun like she was dancing and blah blah blah. but like i mean i was just having a good time with my friends so i didn't really care um and then um yeah i mean that 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 app is cool like i think when you first get it you feel like oh yeah like i'm i'm cool i'm on this exclusive like networking (laughs) dating app but like it's a lot of bullshit. Um, I mean, maybe maybe I just suck at communicating with people on it, which is why. No, I mean, I've been hearing that now Raya is, like, it's degraded. It's, like, more of these, like, pseudo-influencers yeah. on it now. Yeah. It's like... So, I mean, like, yeah, you're, you're not missing out. Um, and then um, Hinge, I, I really only downloaded Hinge because uh, a good friend of mine, um, he, you know, he, he, a relationship ended, and, like, I was like, dude, you, I, I, I got to stop hearing you talk about this. So, like, you got to get out on the market again. I heard about Hinge. One of my friends, like, a friend had been telling about me about it. Another friend has a girlfriend now who's, like, really cool and attractive. And I was like, where'd you guys meet? He was like, oh, Hinge. And I was like, what? What's this Hinge thing? I was like, you, you can get, you, like, that's so cool that, you, you know, like, you actually met somebody that's, like, really cool and, like, you seem to get along with. And, like, so I was like, dude, download Hinge. I'll download it with you. Like, we'll do this together. Like, you know, I think we had another friend over who's like, oh, yeah, like, these are the questions. You got to answer them. And so we had, like, a fun time doing that. And then I downloaded it. And, yeah, like, it's it's pretty cool. Um, I haven't met with anybody on it just because, like, um, 
I still have this weird thing about meeting people on the internet and dating people on the internet. That's so funny. I feel like you're the only guy I've heard. I also, so I also, many guys that are like friends that they just use Tinder to just have like a weekend hookup and stuff like that, like one night. Stand. Yeah, but it's gross. I, I don't agree. know. It's just kind of. Gr- I, 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 I'd rather like meet somebody in person, I guess. Yeah. So, do you find yourself approaching girls like in real life? Is that? Your- I mean, yes, uh, I do. Um, not as much as I used to, just because I, I don't really care or have time, you know, to 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 date right now. I got out of a relationship like two years ago. Mm-hmm. That ended really badly, and it was like the third relationship that I think like had ended that that had left me feeling pretty bad. Um, so I was like, "What am I doing? Like, I I'm not looking to get married anytime soon. You're not. No, like why why should I even date somebody long term? I mean, I was dating that person because I, I think at that place in my life, I I was very confused. I felt very lost. Um, the art I was making wasn't good. I wasn't really good at producing yet. And it was like a distraction um, to kind of be with someone and someone who, you know, like, you know, made me feel good about myself. And, uh, but it was, I would channel my energy into her rather than into, you know, my art. And, you know, it ended and I was really upset. But then after, after it ended, after some time, I was like, well, I'm really happy. Like, I feel so much better. I'm, like, finding myself um, and realizing, like, these are all the problems that I didn't solve before dating this person. I dated them. They were still there. Now I'm out of this, and, like, these problems are still here. Let me fix them. Um, So that's been, like, a slow, but over the, you know, course of, you know, the past, I guess, few years, like, I've, I've been, you know, improving myself and yeah and no, i definitely noticed your music improved oh yeah yeah that that was a that was a big thing yeah um I, f- I feel a lot more confident making music now and putting it out in the world um but yeah I also mean, um you're gonna be djing this sunday at disco Tehran. yeah right? oh yeah got the no ruse party yeah 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 the, um disco Tehran, really cool organization um, those guys are killing it. They're just playing like so many shows every few weeks, like at all like yeah. the cool venues in New York. Um, no, we go to a lot of them. We love to yeah, you know, I, unfortunately, I only I've only been to one, um, and it was at Mood Ring, which I love that place. And I, I but it unfortunately gets so crowded sometimes because there's no cover. Oh yeah, Mood Ring's insanely crowded. Yeah, it gets really I crowded. I went to one at Mood Ring too. I went when it first opened, and it was, like, great. I guess not a lot of people knew about it. But then I think once people found out that there's no cover, they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I reached out to the guys, um, and uh, I guess I guess they like my music, and they asked me to play. Um, I'm the headline DJ on Sunday for the oh, Norris really? Party. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so. Um, wow, I feel like I'm with a celebrity now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. American Iranian DJ. I think we're also so. doing a uh, lot radio on Friday from 12 to 2, if you guys are familiar with that. It's like oh, a, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, no way. So I'm going to have like a 30-minute segment. Uh, so I'll probably just be playing like my own stuff since it's only 30 minutes. Yeah, um, I got a lot of unreleased music. No, I'm on music, spring so. break. Maybe I'll come and dance. Yeah, I think um, I think it'll be in the Canal Street pop up. Oh, I think okay. that's what they're doing a pop up. So yeah, definitely come through. Yeah, um, or any New York listeners come through. Yeah, come. Maybe um, we'll be there Friday, twelve to two. <laughs> Pull up. You can you can see who the the PGP girls are. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 
like we, I was kind of I was thinking about that like what if at one point we started doing meet and greets like what, when would that happen oh my god yeah. but I don't think anyone cares who we are every time we interview someone like before they're like so I don't want to say this in case anyone hears I'm like who do you think is listening like we're nobody but, no, no I'm you, kidding. you never know you know yeah. this humble beginnings um you got you guys this is a niche you're tapping into so yeah no i mean it's i i keep thinking no one's listening it's just because it hasn't hit me but i mean in the first few episodes there was a guy i talked about who i went on a date with and like he found out i was talking about okay that was bad but you didn't say his name i didn't of course i didn't say his name no um but it's just funny yeah I, i guess i'm i'm being like a humble i guess or maybe out of it i, I guess think. i gotta listen to that episode depends on what you said oh, <laughs> i was like this is what you thought about our date really oh. why couldn't you just tell me that uh, no he was really cool actually he was really cool about it i feel like cool. i feel like a bitch actually but it's fine um well you know i mean it's a learning process i in general the way i present situations i always do a comedic twist and a bit of exaggeration that's just my personality in general it has nothing to do with the podcast anyways mm. i've always been that type of person but yeah um i already asked a few kind of just about like your preferences like if you you already answered like if you've never really dated a person girl on purpose or it's oh yeah so um so i told you guys i i had kissed that one persian girl in high school yeah so then um in college um it was actually on my birthday i think it was like my 21st birthday too um my cousins in Long Island threw like a big party, um, and I remember I went and they, you know, there's a big Persian community in, in Long Island, I guess. Um, no shit. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so so they like they, they, they you know like whereas like me like if I were to go to a party in high school, I guess like it would just be mostly like my American friends yep. in the town. But like you know like within their town, I was like oh like like so these Persian girls. There were some Persian girls there, and there were some just regular American kids there. They were like, oh, who's this new Persian boy on the block? Like, so, yeah, I remember I, like, you know, like, I, I, I hooked up with one of the girls very briefly at the party. Um, and then, you know, like, I, we, like, left the house. And I was like, we should probably, like, leave at, like, a separate time. Just since not okay, sure. Um, so, like, everybody doesn't Wait, fit. she said that? So, so basically, like, it, was, it was a pool party. Okay. So everybody uh-huh. was at the pool. And then, like, I was inside the house. So we were just, like, we, like, kissed her a little bit. And then I was like, all right, well, like, how about you leave before I do? Like, leave the room before I do. And then I'll, you know, like, leave the, like, so, like, nobody yeah. gets suspicious. Yeah. I love the secrecy. I love, like, the hiding. It's so amazing. No, it's just, like, okay. you know, like, we the don't, person. like, th- there weren't that many people at the party. Like, it was pretty low-key. Yeah. No, that would just be awkward And, in yeah, the second yeah. I got out, like, it was like, oh, so, so you hooked up with her, huh? And I was like, oh, God, like, of course, like, can't, like, can't have any you can't you can't there's no kiss and tell right no how's this expression no there is kiss there and is kissing everybody's <laughs> kissing and telling so like i don't i don't necessarily like that like um i especially like i i don't think i don't think anybody like very very close to me needs to know that i'm you know having relations with anybody Unless I want them to know, unless it's yeah. something serious, like you don't need to know all my details. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm the same way. Like, so, <laughs> says the girl who speaks openly about her dating life on this podcast. I'm so, I'm so, <laughs> I'm just, so like, private. <laughs> I tell all my close, like my close friends, they all hear. There's no such thing as TMI with me because they hear everything. Like I'm not going to go around telling random people, except for our listeners, of course. 
Yeah. I mean, here's the you thing. You guys aren't random. Maybe, maybe it's different because it's Persian people. I feel like, I, I will say, like, if it's, like, within, like, you know, like, a group of friends, like, my college group of friends, if they were to find out I was seeing somebody, like, I'm totally cool with that. But, I, yeah, for some reason, there's this weird pressure. Yeah. If it's Persian. It's like, oh, like, you know, like, I feel like... I feel like if you're messing around with somebody in the Persian community, like, there's going to be this pressure put on, you know, by yeah, friends, no, family, I mean, like, and it's like, sure. what are you talking about? Like, it's, it's like it's I'm so just having funny, a good time. Like, like but this, this, wait, what were you going to say? No, that, I mean, that's it. Like, yeah. And in other cultures, it's like so common to take a guy as a, like, to your family's wedding, like a wedding in your family as your date. But in Persian culture, if you take someone, even for men to bring a woman, but like more so for girls to bring um, a boy to as their date to like a family party, it's like, wow, you guys must be getting married, right? (laughs) Like this guy that I was dating, he was Ashkenazi Jewish and like he would always joke like, he's like, oh, I'm not invited. And I, I was like, I know you're joking, but like, just so you know. It's actually really forbidden. Like, I would not be able to take you to any family party unless we were engaged. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, that serious. Also, if you take them and, like, you guys aren't serious, they're going to get freaked out and run away. Because, like, at least ten people throughout the night are going to be like, oh, soon for you, soon for you. Like, Yeah, that's true. Make sure you catch the bouquet. Oh, my God. Yeah. At what point... Um, have you ever introduced your mom to any of your girlfriends? Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's met two of them, I, I think. Yeah, uh, the first one she really liked. Like, yeah, they all liked her. Um, the second one they all hated. I think I know. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think everybody hated that girl. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even it. realize. Yeah. Um, my friends were like, "Yeah, dude, why did you date her? We told you we hated her." I was like, "No, you didn't." I don't know if they actually didn't tell me, or if I just was so well, that's the like. Thing. You can't flat out tell your friends I hate the person you're seeing. Because then, like, you're always... Yeah, then... then, If you don't. Yeah. Because if you do tell them and they end up together, then it's like, okay, well, fuck me. Like, like, you're going to hate me because I'm your friend who hates your significant other. But, like, if I don't tell you and then you break up, like, your friend's going to be like, why didn't you ever tell me? Why did you let me be this poisonous person for so long? I mean, I I had a friend. He he was actually one of my old roommates. And... uh, he started seeing somebody and then within like two months he was like, okay, we're moving out. I'm going to move in with her. I was like, dude, and I was, just, honestly, I, I didn't say anything. Um, cause I really didn't like, I, I didn't like her. Um, I thought like, you know, she was only dating him cause you know, he had a good job and you know, she was from somewhere else and he was in New York and she was like, I can date this guy and live in New York yeah. and, and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't say anything cause honestly I was like, I'd rather you keep dating her and not live here because, like, like, she's always over and I really don't like her. So I didn't say anything. I said, sure. Lo and behold, you know, they live together for, like, a year. Um, and then they break up and he's complaining to me about all these things. He's like, yeah, you know, like, she's, you know, this, this, and that. And I was like, yeah, those are all things I noticed when you guys were dating. And he's like, why don't you tell me? I was like... I mean, you know, you were in love. Like, I didn't want to, like, this is something you had to figure out for yourself. Obviously, it was crazy for you to, to you know, move in with somebody after two months of dating. But, you know, if I had told you not to do it, you probably would have, you know, told me to F off or whatever. Yeah. So, so a, a little bit of that. And also, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't like her. So I didn't want her to be in the <laughs> That's space. That's so funny. Yeah. 
but um but he you know he, he's for the better now um he's happy well, i'm good. sure she is too I, I heard that she's doing well too so good for them yeah um what was i gonna say i don't know should we, we get maybe we gotta turn up the heat we need more juicy stuff well, is there anything you want to ask us um yeah why'd you guys decide yeah i feel like everyone keeps commenting that our first few episodes were so much like raunchier and juicier than the last few it's like maybe people want to hear more okay well i mean i'm sure my mom is gonna listen to this podcast so (laughs) so okay actually a comment your mom made which i this is one of the reasons i love her she was saying, I can't believe virginity is still a topic. She thought, she's like, that's so comical that you guys even entertained that in the episodes. And I said... Oh, yeah, I thought the same thing, too. I was like, but oh, no, but the, But no, but the thing is, I mean, the, there's an audience for it. We get so many messages from girls who are like, thank you for talking about this because uh, we are yeah. shamed for having um, sexual desires, even. Do uh, you know what I mean? And it's funny that people call the episode raunchy. I mean, I really don't think we talked about any sexual encounter in, like... Uh, s- severe detail actually we just talked about sex in general and mm-hmm. I guess that's just yeah. so outrageous for um, you know a Persian girl to speak about I so guess. everybody that was messaging you was Persian for the most part yeah, and a yeah. Persian woman yeah. Yeah. interesting yeah um, but we're down to even make it raunchier I mean <laughs> yeah I, I'm not shy hmm. we're not shy do you have any questions for us yeah. Like um, are you guys excited for Norus? What are you guys doing tonight? Do you have any Norus plans? Um. Oh, she hung up. I guess. Oh. I guess it's a no. Wait, that's so sad. <laughs> I mean, she she remembered that she was cooking some fish. She had to get back. <laughs> yeah. She, wait, sorry. Two thousand. Like, oh, she's, she's calling. Back my half scene. I forgot to set it up. Wait, Nick just made the funniest joke, but you missed it about you hanging oh, out. Fuck. So. We do have plans. Do you want to tell him about our plans tonight? Oh, wow. Are you going to be able to come? I don't know. Oh, I'm definitely coming. Like, something our listeners have to understand about me is I'm the crazy one. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a child. Like, mm-hmm. I need someone to, like, give me boundaries and tell me, like, what's wrong, what's right, don't do this, don't do that. Um, but basically, I have strep. Mm-hmm. And Why are you saying strep like that? It's like so dark. It's like you're saying like you have AIDS. You have strep. Because everyone's treating me like I have the plague. Okay, like you sound I, fine. I, like, yeah, I your voice like, sounds fine. I no, I feel like like literally I'm having trouble breathing. <laughs> oh shit. Um. So oh, and also this shit my doctor gave me. It's called lidocaine. Mm-hmm. It's so numbing. It makes me feel so strange. And I'm supposed yes, to gargle this for more time today. You should and drink some and then call us it. back. And we'll get talking. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me just go poison myself and call you guys back. Um, oh, man. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we, we have this huge party tonight, and like I got the tickets like months ago. I've been so excited for it, and I have my like stupid little costume. Oh, are you going? And then I get fucking stressed. So it's also pretty. Yeah. I'm still going. That's so, the point. Like Purim's tomorrow, no? Um. What? I I got asked well, to no, DJ at Purim party once. Wow. Yeah. It starts tonight, but then like everyone celebrates it through the weekend. Yeah. So Purim, does Purim go harder than Norus? That's the real question. So I was thinking of dressing Uh, Persian, whatever that even means. Oh, Purim is the costume party. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're doing tonight. Yeah. Okay, cool. Where is it? House of Yes. At House of Yes. Represent. Wow. 
I ah, oh, actually, I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Music politics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't like House of Yeah? I mean, I I used to. Um, kind of. Honestly, I I've only really gone there when I was like on the list because I had like a friend playing or like you know one of my other friends who worked in music was like oh like Skrillex is playing let's go so like I don't know if I've gone really like in its prime when it was like uh you know like, oh the house of yes like the cool like new club where like you can just go and leave all your inhibitions at the door and like yeah. come in and be free <laughs> so like i went i went you know uh, one of my friends is french and you know she's she's new to the city she's just like i gotta go to all these things that time out is saying we're going to house of yes tonight come I'm like you know what like i'm gonna go on a proper house of yes party night and oh, man it was gross yeah. it was like oh is this when you went with the french girl that uh, night that we saw you at the house party that alex invited us to we saw you at the house party in like trying to tell lori side kind of area house party yeah what do you not remember hanging out with us so offended i don't know how else to describe the it was like the thrown by a lebanese girl or something no you got i didn't go with you guys you didn't go with us, but you were there. And then afterwards, and we met your roommate, the French girl. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was that night. That was that yes. night. Yeah, we went. We went to the... Yeah. yeah no, we, we didn't we went, go to House of Yes, but yeah, I, you, were, you told us. Because you were like, oh, let's go. And I was like, no, no, come. Because <laughs> I didn't really... I, I had a feeling like I wouldn't want to stay that long, and I didn't yeah. want to stay that long. It was hot, sweaty, gross. Like, everybody everybody there, like, it kind of felt like they were just like, yeah, my house, yes. And, like, something's going to happen. Like, something's going to go down. It was really? just like, like, you couldn't dance. It was so crowded. You know, like, you didn't, I didn't want to be in the main room, and so I just, yeah, I went home. Um, so I think, like, I don't know, but I'm sure tonight is going to be fine for, like, a pouring party. You know what I mean? So it all yeah. depends on the event. Because yeah, I've gone for other events yeah. that I've, like, been like, okay, cool. Like, no, I, I went there, um, I mean, I I only recently went there and only once, and I can tell already that it's probably past its prime. There are just certain yeah. places you can tell. Like, yeah. you can sense that. You just look at the line and see, like, oh, like are they, the people, are they wearing button-up shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Do they look like they may have oh, taken God. a bridge but or a tunnel? But the event I went to was actually, it was not, that's why I was shocked. I was like, this is not grimy, sweaty at all. Like, it was super chill. It was like a roller skating mm. disco theme, and, like, everyone was, it was not this kind of grungy, like, Berlin-esque club that people mm. were describing at all. But maybe tonight. Well, yeah, they do different types of nights. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure like tonight's gonna be. Like one time I went for brunch, where it was like a bottomless brunch, but instead Oof. of bottomless mimosas, you actually take off your. You pants. went. You went. You went to like. You went to a club for brunch. I hate when clubs do like. Oh, we're doing a brunch because yeah. you know, no, we know you're gonna be so dancing fun. into the morning. So it's like I don't want to hang out with anybody like, <laughs> that hasn't slept and gone to a brunch. Like I, I've been like you know the guy who woken up still drunk going to brunch, and I hated myself. I was like I just felt like trash. You know I love. Oh, if I tell you what I did last weekend, oh my god, yeah, judge me hardcore. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. She literally did what you're describing. I, I literally I went to public until five a.m. Oh wow! And then there was an after hours party in Brooklyn at some like warehouse thing. And I went there from 5 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. And then went straight to breakfast after. Like, showed up at this restaurant looking, like, tired as fuck. Basically a zombie, like, falling asleep at the table. Good times. Was it a good... Uh, <laughs> was it a good experience? yeah, House of Yes actually had a very yummy brunch. And, like, I, it was just fun, like, eating without your pants on. It's like... Wait, why weren't your pants on? Because the bottomless brunch. I told you. Oh, like, literally, you brunch. don't wear She's bottoms. Crazy. I thought you meant, yeah, like, there's bottomless, bottomless mimosas. Mimosa. 
That's really funny. Pants. Wow. Yeah, you like leave your pants at the door at, on like a coat hanger. You see that? that no I, I could never. I can't do that. Yeah. I, I can't. I, it's like that's, I'm just that's such a thing. clean freak. Like when I wear skirts and I have to sit on public surfaces, I always put a napkin under yeah, me. I'm one of those anal girls. I'm like, no. I need to stop saying anal. See, I feel. Oh, I, here's God. the thing. I feel like. I know. I keep making fun of you for your obsession with like your rectum. I can't. But that's the <laughs> thing. I feel like that venue, like <laughs> they kind of like try to get you to do all these things that like. You know, like, you know, when, like, you had to do uncomfortable things in gym class and, like, you really yeah. didn't want to do them? That, oh, like, that's what I feel with that venue. Like, oh, yeah, like, come to the party, but leave your pants at the door. It's like, I don't want to leave my pants at the door. Like, I have very hairy thighs, okay? Like, I, I'm Persian. Like, it's just, I just want to come in and drink. And then, like, everybody else is wearing their, not having their, their pants on. I'm the only one. I'm like, oh, God, like, I just don't want to be here right now. Like, yeah, no, I feel the struggle. That reminds me of PE, like before I was able to wax. Mm. Um, or actually, I know I was waxing from a very early age, but like you also have to let your hair grow out. And I remember my PE teacher wouldn't let me wear leggings under my shorts. And I'm like, this is so fucked up. I'm not white. Like I'm growing hair and I, have, I would have to sit At a Persian school, at a school where there was lots of Persian people in Beverly Hills? Yeah, they would not accommodate. And my mom wouldn't let me shave. My mom thinks she's like French or something. I don't know. She's like, you're not allowed to shave. Wax. And I would be like crying at 11 years old, waxing my mustache. I'm like, why am I going through this? Like no one else is going through this. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. There's your girl problem. Yeah. We need, a, we need a whole episode actually just about hair. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's I know, a big... Yeah. Big issue. Like, like the fact that I uh, Japanese my hair at the age of nine, but I didn't know how to take care of oh, it. Oh, so ecosystem. Started growing out. There's this picture of me with like really curly roots and then pin straight hair. <laughs> it looks so fucking horrible. Oh, my Aww. God. No, I'm sorry. No Persian girl is cute when she's younger. Like you see all these hot Persian moms and they have the most hideous daughters. <laughs> and you just know that they were hideous too when they were younger. Actually, I feel no. I actually think I I think I used to be a lot prettier, and I'm like, God, I don't know. Like, I think I was actually really cute. Oh my kid. gosh, shut the fuck up! Stop! I can't. Like, I want to go back to. Like, I had a really straight nose, and then like when I when I turned 13 after my bat mitzvah, I like grew a bump. I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. That was your bat mitzvah. That was my. That was like yeah, my uh, uh, right to what is it called my. Right of passage. Right of, of passage to just <clears throat> being a Jewish woman. <laughs> what do you What do you guys think about um, class pass? I, I mean, about I, what? Do you guys Do you guys use that? I'm. Why are you bringing up class? I'm. I'm. Class I have, oh, didn't we talk oh, about this the other day? We did talk about. I have beef with class. I pass. have beef with them too. Yeah. Like I love them, but I hate them. They took my credits you know, away. I, I had leftover credits, and they class? took my credits away. I just I don't like. I paid for them. I really like spinning. Like, why are you charging me for not going? I hate spinning. It hurts me. Like, Speaking of raunching, how the hell do all of these girls go spinning? It hurts. Does it not hurt you? Like, you, you know what I? Down I, I, mean, Rhett, I have I'm a, a girl, and it hurts me. I don't know how guys do it. Like, no, I, I, you like riding hurts me. I need a fucking pillow under my vagina when I yeah, ride. Yeah, same. Oh, I feel like maybe these white girls at spinning classes have different anatomy. Sorry, I'm being racist again. No, apparently, oh. no, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. When I was like in high school, I had a friend who was female, and she said, "Yeah, no, like don't spin because it's gonna like." make your vagina big what 
I don't know. Oh you should probably God, look that up. This is like maybe just like that's a so urban, like urban legend in high school. Yeah, but, that's like I mean, my friend got really dizzy from spinning. She almost fell off her bike. <laughs> she said it was just like too much. Yeah, that would definitely happen. I just don't like classes. I you love. Know? I think classes. that's the thing. I, like, wait, what? Didn't Amy Schumer have something in one of her movies where like she went spinning and she like I don't know hit the bike too hard and her vagina started bleeding or something like something oh. funny like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually not. See, Nick, so aren't you so Amy happy you're Schumer. not a girl? Was that? I said, aren't you so happy you're not a girl? I'm sure. I'm sure being a, a I woman actually, is nice. I, yeah, I love being a woman. Pussy yeah. power all the way. I'm kidding. I did have one <laughs> one friend who was a girl in in high school, and I remember I was driving, and you know, you know, a, a, another guy friend with me, and she was in the car, and, and for some reason I was like, oh, like. It's it's cool being a girl, huh? Like I guess I asked her, and she's like, "No, I'd much rather be a guy." And I remember my mind was blown. I was like, "Whoa, like really?" She was like, "Yeah, like I hate being a girl. Like this, 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 that." And I was like, I, "What? How, you you live in your life and you like hate being a, like that's like I never like could think of like you know just being, but I, I guess certain I don't know if it was necessarily like her feeling second class or anything or like." I think one one thing she brought up was like, yeah, I can just pee wherever I want. You know, <laughs> I'm really good at squatting. I could definitely pee wherever I want. Yeah. Respect. I'm so bad at it. I'm always... so good at it. You know what? Um, I don't. No, you know they have dicks to go. They have dicks that you can like carry in your purse that you like attach to yourself. Wait, are you, you serious? You I don't need to. I have terrific yeah. aim. I'm. <laughs> Wait, there's a thing I called not. dicks to go. I need to look this up. Yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah. You just like put friend, it by your urethra. Any of my friends listening to this podcast. For my birthday, get me a dick to go. <laughs> like, I need it because I always, I have a small bladder. I always have to pee, and there's not always a bathroom around. Like, perfect gift for me. Um. Okay, well, I typed in dick to go on Google, and the first thing that came <laughs> up was a song called, by Wheeler Walker Jr. called Ain't Got Enough Dick to Go Around. So I'm going to listen to that later. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not seeing this product. Dick Sporting Goods came up. Um, Wait. Dick no, and Rick. Yeah, no, because that sounds um, genius, and like, there's obviously other things you could sell on that website besides just a dick to go. Attachable, dick. We should sponsor. Well, sponsor there's us. this thing called the Wizinator. I don't know if they still make it, but like, they like people would used to use it to pass drug tests, um, um, where you like basically like uh, strap on this like fake dick. Um, and it has like a pouch for some somebody else's pee to be in, oh, and okay. you know in case somebody's watching you at a uh, you know like at the the, the urine testing when for the you just kind of like squeeze it and like some, the, the liquid comes out of the the. But like, where pass. do you purchase that? That sounds very black market. But no, it was like on, on the internet. You can just Google it. I remember like a Wait, old, okay, older brother of a friend. Amazon. What's that? It doesn't look like a dick, but it's it's a little funnel. Yeah, it's, it's called a the funnel. goat hone. The goat hone, female urination device, portable woman's pee funnel for traveling, backpacking, camping. Is the domain hiking. dick to go available? That's what I want to know. It's going to go <laughs> right now. Because if it is available, I'm getting it right now. <laughs> yeah, he's selling wait, it for a million dollars. If anyone's curious. Oh no, I'm gonna to start go. this business. Oh, you're gonna start the business? Oh. Actually. Yeah, that's the Jew and me like, trying to resell. You're like, I have integrity. I'm starting the dick to go business. I'm like, sell the domain. <laughs> sell the domain. Okay. I mean, do you know how many Jews I know that buy random domains just to sell them? 
Yeah, no, that's a huge business. Dicktogo.com is taken, guys. Nick, you have to create this domain. You have to. It's taken. Funnels that actually look like dicks because these just look like funnels. They're not fun. Well, the domain is taken. I guess. Oh fuck, taken. Think of um. Think of a different name and start it. And, pocket and... dick. Like a pocket pussy, but a pocket Oh my god, dick. we're back to the pocket pussy thing. <laughs> oh, Seriously, pocket pussy know. needs to pay us for the amount of times I've said that on our podcast. Um, wait, speaking of spinning, when you guys were talking about like spinning and vaginas, I know this Persian girl who claims she broke her hymen when she was horseback riding and fell off a horse. I feel like I've heard stories like that before like what wait is that the thing wait, that like gets broken that? after a girl loses her virginity yes oh yeah no i've heard i've heard stories like that i think i dated a girl who said like yeah like i like broke my hymen like playing like uh field hockey or something i don't know if there's enough force guys I, I just found the most genius domain but it's already taken it's called a peacock product and it's fake cocks for pee. What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> why are you still in the... Is this like what you're... What's turning on to be your... Pa- <laughs> no, they have to pay us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is amazing. Okay, sorry. I'm done with the fake dicks. Okay, well, on that note, we're going to end here. <laughs> I love ending it on like a really yeah crass and <laughs> yeah no that that feels good now like people can look up the peacock to go or whatever dot com yeah hopefully we they can go on that journey after they've ended this journey after they've this journey yeah we're giving you a rabbit hole okay we're gonna also be putting Nick's music in the intro for this episode. So. Oh really? Oh my god, yes. Yeah. I love that. Which which of the music? I think I wanna use the Tello remix. Nick yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Which one? Nick did a really cool remix of Tello by Gugush. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, play awesome. it at my uh disco Tehran show. Yeah, come through. For the, Sunday all the Persians, night. all the Iranians. Yeah. Well, I yeah, we want to talk to Disco Tehran. We should get you should get them on as a guest, maybe. Oh yeah, we should get yeah. them on as a guest. I actually have like a list or, of like Persian creatives that you could like interview. Yeah, yeah, I would love um, that. I've mm-hmm. made my own list just uh, out of like my own curiosity of just seeing other Persians, um, mostly in New York, but anywhere else um, that are creative. Just because I feel like there's like a. Uh, it's not like the the number one thing for Persian people to be doing is to be like you know in the arts. What in New York? No, just you know, just being Persian. You know, it's like oh, like be a lawyer, be a doctor, be this, this. Oh, like, nobody. Like so, like whenever I find a Persian person doing something. Yeah, yeah, you know, I see what you mean. Yeah, one of the girls who messaged us, like she's into writing, and I think she studied literature or something. And I'm like, wait, that's so cool. I study literature. Yeah, so I, I have like a list. Them. I have like a yeah you know, in the know. But I feel like it's more um, Persian Jews who are, like, have really stuck to the more traditional careers, whereas, like, Mm. Muslim Persians, they're, like, much more into these, like, I don't know, I feel like they've already penetrated, like, the arts field and, like... Interesting, like who? Just, like, people you, like, know or, like... Yeah, I feel like in journalism, there's only prominent, uh, like, you know what I mean, the main Persians are, or, like, a... 
like, like a woman acting. on CNN. Who was on CNN? Christiane Amanpour, is that? Oh, is yeah. No, but even newer, like, I don't know, people who work at, like, all of these new publications, like Huffington Post, like, things oh, like yeah, that. Like K-Mon, they're, yeah, yeah they're, it's not really Persian Jews. It's mostly, like, um, non-Jews. Yeah. Or, um, like, Persian comedians are usually not Persian Jewish. True. For the girls. I know there are some. So, yeah. There's, a, there's of... Persian Jewish comedians? Yeah. That are girls? I mean, there are, but they're not really famous. I feel like the more well-known ones are... Like, I know on SNL, there's Nassim Pedrad and stuff like that. Oh, she's Jewish? I don't know. No, that. she's not Jewish. No, I'm saying oh, the majority saying that, um, of... Yeah, so, like, the... Maz Jabroni is... I don't know what I was thinking of when you said that. Oh, no, I don't think he's Jewish. But... Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, Jewish yeah. people, step your game up. Stop being so lame. I guess we're we're setting the path. Maybe. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Breaking the podcast <laughs> market. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other Persian podcasts, even? No, actually. Wow, you guys are the first to market. This is crazy. I, I know. It's it's so strange. But do you guys say Iranian, too? We can say Iranian. Yeah. I've been saying... I feel like I say Iranian more than I used to. Why? That's actually an interesting thing um, people always ask. Because when I like tell somebody I'm Persian, like I feel like they just have like... Ooh, like you think you're fancy, like you know what I mean, like because it's yeah. Sometimes they just like to correct me, like oh, I didn't know there was still Persian Empire, and I'm like ah, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I remember I had a friend in high school, and like I would say that I was Persian. She's like, you're not Persian, you're Iranian, and I'm like, we did like a class project and had a few other kids over once, and oh, that's that I wasn't really friends with, and we're like working in like my basement, and there's like a there's a book on Iran. He goes. I knew it. And he whipped out the book and he threw it on the floor and he like embarrassed me in front of these kids. He's like, you're not Persian, you're Iranian. And I was like, dude. Oh, God. Shut up. Like, That's so annoying. Like, whatever, bro. Like, like just leave me alone. Like, <laughs> we got to get this project done. I'm definitely going to stick to Persian even more now to piss people off. No, but okay, actually, there's a, there's a, so I remember I, I was in LA recently and we were at uh, the Cipriani Hotel. That's where oh, yeah. my parents were staying at. <laughs> and uh, there was this, like, Iranian guy um, on the at the bar, and I was having a cappuccino, and, like, somehow, like, him and my mom and my dad and myself started talking. And um, somehow, like, something, we said something. And he was like, oh, do you speak Farsi? He's like, oh, I speak Persian. And like, what do you mean? He was like, he was like, look, they already took it away when they called the country Iran. We have to say that we speak Farsi. He's like, no, I'm going to say we speak Persian. I'm Persian. Like, that's- Well, so actually... Um, the, the, I usually call it Persian as well, but it's because Persian is the anglicized word for Farsi. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially like saying, I speak Espanol. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but then Farsi is also considered an English word. It was added to the English dictionary. So you could really call it both, but a lot of people find it incorrect because they're like, why are you saying it like that? This is, you see, we're talking about this identity problem. We can't even figure out what to call our language. Exactly. Look at us. <laughs> what are we doing? Badakhshadim, really. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hashtag more. What? I said hashtag more than. Yeah, hashtag yeah, that's more than. But, I mean, I've been using Iranian-American, I guess, as like a part of my bio or whatever it just sounds better than yeah. persian american yeah that um, is true yeah. so yeah. yeah i've been thinking of myself it's as better for your seo as well <laughs> yeah i guess so it's more taboo oh this is iranian american yeah artist. what is he doing what does he think he can do 
<laughs> Living in our country, making art. <laughs> Wait, can you actually quickly before we end this, can you do your impression of that uh, real she. estate agent? She. Whose like name is kind of Jewish but also really Arabic. Sounding? Oh my god, Shlomi Baghdadi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How is that a name? This is Shlomi Baghdadi. <laughs> yeah, there's there's this uh, this poppin' you know uh, developer who oh, developer. goes by Shlomi Baghdadi. Um, all up in Bad my all up, all up in my neighborhood, and I I, I have this joke. Um, you know, it's like mm-hmm. oh, he has an identity crisis. Like you know, yeah. like one half of him is Jewish, the other half of him is like Iraqi or Arab or something. Yeah. So like, you know, you get on the phone with. He calls Shlomi Baghdadi. He has his number displayed everywhere. Goes, hey, Shlomi Baghdadi, how are you? Hey, this is Shlomi Baghdadi. <laughs> so, I'm looking to sell you a building today. How much? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really on it right now. But usually, I, I have. So I have one. My best friend is Jewish, and uh, he's actually he he moved to Israel to uh, become a rabbi. So I'll leave him little voice memos um, on his phone. And oh. in the voice of Shlomi Baghdadi. Oh, wow. Um, so. <laughs> but I'll come on again, guys, and I'll have some yeah, material we need for to Shlomi. Have you, yeah, we need to have you yeah. back on again. Yeah, next time I actually have to be there. Yeah. I know. Okay. But feel better, yeah. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.